The FM Evolution podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to another show. I'm excited because I get to talk with my buddy, Josh Pringle from CO2meter.com. What's up, Josh? How are you, Sean? Thanks for doing part deux with me. I part deux. So, yeah, some backstory on that. So we had a uh, a great podcast that we're, you know, where we lined up and we interviewed and, and we had a bunch of challenges with it. Uh, it was epic. It, it was, was epic, epic challenges. So this is part do it. Part do it. Do it. How you say it? Do it. It's French. It so yeah, French, we're doing a number two, number two version today. And I'm excited because, you know, the whole premise of this podcast today was to talk to you about, you know, authenticity, right? It's a battle for authenticity. And, and this is a bit of a buzzword. And, and, but, and we'll talk about that. And we talked about that last time a little bit. And uh, I think it's still very relevant um, because I don't remember all the things that we talked about last time. So this is going to work out just fine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of ironic that we're doing a show on authenticity and we have to do it twice. So, you know, it's all fun though. I'm excited to have you back, man. Yeah, this is, I, I appreciated the first time we talked because I think we brought a lot of uh, fun, interesting yeah. things to light. And I have no doubt that we forgot all about it. So we'll get to do it all over again. Do it all over again. It's like Groundhog Day, only better. <laughs> I love it, man. I listen, listen, you're ha- more handsome than I, so you get to be Bill Murray. Oh, I love Bill Murray. He's so funny, man. Underrated. That guy's awesome. Uh, so, Josh, for those who are not familiar with what you do and who you are, if you could tell us, you know, a little bit about you as a way of getting started, that would be awesome. Let the people know. Sure. So I'm Josh Springle. I'm the executive vice president at CO2Meter. We design and manufacture gas detection equipment. Judging by the name, you can tell we focus on carbon dioxide, CO2. But we also do oxygen measurements, uh, nitrogen, argon, helium, basically the inerts. Uh, we have a massively diverse line of business. So we design and manufacture devices for restaurants, bars, nightclubs, stadiums, arenas, incubation, scientific, medical, fire suppression, cannabis, uh, raw sensors, you name it. If somebody's measuring CO2 or some of those other gases I, I mentioned, we've got a device for it. We've been doing this almost 18 years now. We just moved into a brand new facility, our brand new headquarters here in Ormond Beach, Florida. I've been with the company just over 10 years, and uh, I'm really excited about where we've been, where we're going. And honestly, Sean, to be able to do this with you is exciting for us because I don't often get to talk, you know, sort of the specifics, you know, the the nitty gritty with people. You know, we're always talking about just gas detection and, you know, theoretical things. So yeah. it's really great to be able to nail down on some specifics like authenticity to be able to talk with you today. I'm excited, man. It's good. I, you know, Selfishly, the, the podcast is a great way for me to connect and learn new things and, you know, and talk to leaders 
in the FM industry. And, you know, that's why I want to have you guys on, honestly, because we are in a lot of other groups together and, and we, you know, we run in some of those circles and I've always found you to be a very much an authority in those circles. So I really wanted to kind of get your feedback on this. And it is something that I thought it was just because I was funny. And you're funny. <laughs> but it was really, that's kind of a bonus. It's a bonus okay. round. It's a bonus round. So, but yeah, no, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for you and what you're doing and, and at the company and seeing a lot of growth from you guys. And so I want to have you on because the subject, you know, uh, very much to me rings true to, to who you are. And, and, and I think, you know, that's important to really understand you know, how to be yourself and what that looks like in today's world. We are expected so much to be more productive these days, to be on brand, to, you know, be on point with all of our core values. And I think that's a kind of a given with, you know, where you have to do more with less right now. But for you, and I, I want to kind of get your feedback on this. Do you feel like leaders are shifting? Do you feel like they're looking at individuals and saying, hey, this is their strengths, this is their weaknesses. Let's just let them be them. Let them be unique. Let them be authentic to who they are. Or do you feel like they're still trying to fit people into categories and boxes? You know, I, I think it rubs both ways, Sean, because, you know, you'll, you still hear people saying, you know, I have trouble filling gaps. I have trouble filling yeah. positions up and down the line. It doesn't matter whether it's in manufacturing facilities, man, it's in a restaurant themselves. Um, but I think there's sort of two ways to go about this. And one of that, one of those is I'm going to hire a warm body off the street and I'm going to train them. I'm going to train them up. They'll be able to do all the work as long as I can, you know, keep my hands on them. The flip side of that coin is people. And I think you and I fall in this category is hire good people. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay more for them, but hire a good person, train them, let them do their job, coach them where they need coaching. But the idea of leadership to me is to bring someone on so that it's not just so they can take tasks off my plate, but I was always taught that the goal of a leader is to train someone and give them the skills and abilities so that someday they can take your job. Yeah. And if you're not really doing that in my, in my eyes, if you're not really training that person to replace you, whether you're moving up or out, then you're doing you and that person and the business a huge disservice. I mean, I, I love that. I think we're very much um, in in sync on that. And I think for the most part, for those who are learning how to lead and they have every, all, all leaders should aspire to, you know, creating other leaders. I think that's how you know mm -hmm. as a leader, you're successful if you've got other leaders that are, are leading well. And, uh, and it doesn't have to be and, and for think, you or your organization. If you're training someone and they're, they're upskilling themselves and they're curious and they're learning new things and mm -hmm. all of a sudden there's a new opportunity someplace completely different and they get to move on from you and they go to a new organization, even if they're doing something totally different. If they're successful, no matter what they're doing, you should be proud of that. And, and hopefully that's a reflection on you. Yeah. Do you think that's what the definition for you is of being an authentic leader? You know, it's, or what would that be? I, I loved it when you said to me, Hey, I, we should talk about authenticity I, I, because I like the word. I don't use the word. I say genuine. Um, but I yeah. they sort of mean the same thing. Um, 
I don't know why Webster's has two different definitions for the two words, but because uh, <laughs> one sounds cooler, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so, so you can have two different buzzwords a year, I guess. Um, it's right. You know, for me, that's part of it. I I very much just try to be myself. I I I don't try to get people to like me. I want people to respect me, especially my coworkers and colleagues and employees. I think it's more important that they yeah. respect me. But I think that respect and like eventually comes along with like uh, the like comes along. That comes with being genuine. It comes with them seeing you as a real person, understanding you have, you know, triumphs and tribulations. You might have some shortcomings. You know, maybe you're deficient in some skill sets, whatever it is. If you are open about that, I think the average employee really embraces that. They're not going to use it as a tool or a weapon against you. But wow, is that powerful when you get those people to sort of understand, hey, we all work together. We're all colleagues. We're all working mm. in the same direction. But this is what makes, this is sort of the characteristics of Josh. This is what makes Josh up. This is what makes him a success. I, I don't think you can have that relationship with employees, coworkers, colleagues, partners, customers, clients, whatever word you want to fit in there. I don't think you can have that and be successful if it's not real. Hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And and I think it's important for us to to really just, I don't know how you work on being authentic. You just be yourself. You but know? most people can't. I mean, not most, I shouldn't say that. I think people have difficulty and maybe it's different roles or positions. Maybe people in sales feel like they can't be themselves. They need to be this yeah. moniker. The Isn't that the funny, the opposite? That's so ironic. Isn't it though? Is it because when, you're, when yeah. you're out front, when you're the face of the organization in front of that customer, that customer wants to know like, hey, what what's what really makes that company up? What it, is Sean, um, does he live those values of the company or is he just blowing smoke? Yeah. And so, yep. so tell me, like when you're out there talking to people, do you feel like sometimes you have a difficulty connecting because there's that barrier? No, you know, for me, I've, I've been doing this so long and I just learned a long time ago that not everyone's going to like me. Not everyone's going to like what I have to say. And that's okay. And I, but I'm just, I just tend to lean into just who I am. And I'm fortunate. I feel like right now, because in the place that I am at CGP, we're very, uh, I'm, I'm very much congruent with my my role and my position and and values for the company. And so I think that's important. I think as as leaders, we need to we need to look at the people obviously we're bringing on and see if those values are already congruent. You know, you want someone who's living those values, so they don't have to be someone they're not. But, but is that you but know? Sean? Is that because you and the ownership you've had these conversations? You know, like. It like our mission statement might say X, but like this is really what we're trying to do, and you can buy into those and and own those, like be, because you're already having those conversations. So they're being clear and communicating with you, so that you can be clear and communicate with the customer. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you bring that up because that's to me that's all about leadership uh, and ownership, very much staying present with in the moment, staying present with their people, with, with their team communicating their values from the top down. Um, and you have to do it often yeah. and frequently. 
And it has to be very much, it can't be a corporate line. It's got to be from who they are as a value. Yeah, because that corporate line is not authentic, right? It has been wordsmithed and marketed up a million different ways to make sure it sounds the best it possibly can. So even though everybody uses it, it's still not genuine, right? Like you want to hear it come, sorry, from the horse's mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And you you definitely want it to be, and it has to be. That's why being an authentic leader is so important and why, why there's such a battle for it. Because I think a lot of people are learning what, what does that mean to be authentic? And because it's such, it's thrown around so much. Uh, and I love the way you said it, it's just being genuine. And and I think when leaders are genuine who, to who they are, they'll they'll attract people. We know this, right? We hire people that are like us and, and, and that we like. And so hopefully you attract people with similar values and, and you want everyone to be unique and they all have different strengths and that's good. But yeah, I think it is a big part of who your leadership is that makes that. Um, I also think I can say this with a lot of confidence when, when I go in and meet with whether it's a new customer or when I go in and meet with an existing partner, that confidence, it's not phony. It is genuine. I, mm-hmm. I walk in being the authority of what I'm going to talk about, but because I have earned that respect and that right to be that authority, they also ask me to dive into other subject matter areas too. So in my world, I don't just get asked about gas detection and monitoring and analytical devices. It's, hey, Josh, there's a CO2 shortage in the U.S. right now. How do you feel about this? What are you hearing from the market? Is this going to get fixed? Are the plants going to come back exactly. up? Is the contamination going to be issue be fixed? Where do I go for alternate sources? Who do I talk to about different uh, different processes? So um, it's it, I've earned that right to be able to do that. You know, I, I love that you say that because to me, a huge part of we're talking about being an authentic, you know, leader or person or you know, when whatever it is you are in your role, we're all leaders. Part of that is really serving others to me authentic leaders serve each other and and we talked about this a lot you know and and you very much i know are uh, all about you know you know servant uh, leadership uh and and really for me my question for you is is do you you know what do you think it takes to create a successful culture of of serving others i mean obviously we're in the industry that that's what we do but what do you think it takes to to create that culture it, as an authentic it, leader? It's you have to start with with in my opinion you have to start with doing it yourself. You you have mm. to lead by example. And you know I I grew up as the youngest of three sons of two school teachers. You know I wouldn't say we were poor, but I was probably ten when I realized we were the poorest people in the richest town in Connecticut. Um, but I was brought up I was brought up that. You're never too good to clean a bathroom. You're never too good to sweep up the floor. You're never too good to do the dirty work. And it doesn't matter. And, and I've had great mentors in my life where it doesn't matter whether you are the president of the company or the janitor. Everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time. Everybody shows up. Everybody does their part. Everybody pitches in and tries to go the extra mile. But if you don't look at yourself in the eyes of everyone else, you're at a terrible disadvantage because 
if everybody views you as above them, then they're never going to buy into your ideals. You're, they're never going to buy into the contributions you are making. They're never going to trust you. They're never going to see you as genuine and authentic. They're just going to see you as a figurehead. I don't think any leader, any owner that wants to run a well-run, employee-driven machine, they can never just sit on a, in the high castle and look down and, and not ex- they might expect people to do the work and follow, but people will never be bought in. So for me, I, so for I, me, it's like with us, um, you know, the last couple of years, I've never had a chance to participate in Riff McGibbs. It's just, it, it always seems to fall on a weekend where I've got another work commitment and I cannot attend. And this year was the same thing. And I, ju- and I said to myself, you know what? I owe it to my business. I owe it to, m- Rifma, I owe it to my colleagues at Rifma. I owe it to myself to put aside the things that I need to do personally or professionally. I need to make a commitment to this year and, and do it no matter what. So for me, it was make a decision, make it happen, go do it. I'm not doing it to be seen or be heard. I'm, I'm there to contribute whatever they need from me. Do they need somebody to bang nails, they need somebody to push a shovel, whatever they need, I'm there for it because that's what the the charitable or, or arm of RIFMA does is we're there to contribute without gaining anything for ourselves. If you're not doing it from that kind of position, I don't think you'll ever be seen as a real, genuine, authentic leader. I agree. And I'm excited to see you at RIFMA Kids. I'm going to be we're, there. I'm excited. We're, we're, we, we do it every year, this man. Is gonna, you know, we're going to see each other like uh, two out of four months in September, two out of four weeks in September. I know. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be it's good, gonna, man. People are going to think we're like Laurel and Hardy, but I don't which, know which that's one it. is which. So that's we'll, we'll, we'll just leave either. it there. That's, that, that's <laughs> funny. You know, something you bring up, which I, I was thinking about right now with Rivma and them having that commitment and them carrying through every single year. And it gives us something to really jump into as well and be very consistent. And I think, you know, in today's world, it's it's crazy. Let's just put it this way. There's, there's so many different changes going on economically, culturally, you name it. You know, leadership itself is constantly evolving. Because of the environment, because of who we are, because of the people that we're it has we lead, to. it has to, you know. And so, how do you, you stay consistent? Like, what do you think is the formula there? Obviously, just doing the same thing over and over and over again is not just consistency, right? It's more than that. No, you. Uh, I, I was taught at a very young age: you have to be able to adapt. You have to be Mm -hmm. able to look challenges in the face and say, this seems similar to what I've done before. I might be able to do the same thing, or I'm going to take a little piece of what I did before and I'm going to morph it. Um, I've worked with a lot of people in my life, Sean, and I'm sure you have too, that think that the word change is a bad word. They think to themselves like, oh, if I don't get to come in and work, you know, nine to five and you know, it's, um, it's that it's like office space. Like if I'm not looking at my TPS report every day, then they're going to come hammer me for it. Right. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. Some people just don't have any ambition beyond that, but okay. 
I can't do that. I'm always looking for the next challenge. I'm always saying to myself, okay, we did this RFP last time. We won, but I didn't feel great about this position. We need to alter that. We need to adapt. Um, I trained this person last time this way, and they sort of fell down in these areas. What do I need to do with that training for the next person before that next person even comes on board? What do I, how do I need to fix my training in order not to be in that same position again? So I think if people aren't looking at how do I adapt, how do I better? And it's, it's not one up. It's, it's improve. If you're not looking at those things on a almost daily basis, you're going to find one, you're getting left behind and you might get left behind by your employees, your boss, your colleagues, your clients. Um, you're getting left behind in the marketplace. Other competitors are passing you. If all you're doing is the same thing day after day after day, why, why do it? But I mean, I get it. Yeah, like, no, I, agree. I get it. Like if you own a restaurant and you make the world's greatest pancakes, then you don't change that recipe. Like McDonald's doesn't change the special sauce recipe. Coke doesn't change the recipe for, for classic Coke. It's locked away in a vault. Okay, great. But how many of those are there out there? There aren't, there aren't that many things that are so special, that are so unique that they can't be altered. Even, even with that, those brands, the way they evolve is they consistently find uh, ways to better mm-hmm. serve, to, 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 make things faster, more efficient, you know, a uh, better service, more personal service, Chick-fil-A, yeah, absolutely. in and out, raising canes, super consistent product, super consistent approach to becoming better. But I, I, I got to say this. So I think, I think with a lot of those brands that we just mentioned, the, mm-hmm. the product itself is ancillary. What people know and recognize and remember in the market is that like, they're like, Oh, I got a double double with fries. Okay. Great. Or I got a great chicken sandwich. That's great. But when you go to the drive through or when you check out at Chick-fil-A, what people remember is my pleasure. What people remember about Coke is Coke and a smile. You know, they're over indexing on support and service and that friendliness. They're always, they always know we can do better. And it doesn't matter whether you're a facilities manager, you're in construction, you design and manufacture gas detection equipment. If you're not trying to do that, you're going to get left in the dust. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny is I never think of those brands struggling to be authentic. No, it, I mean, Coke is right? probably the most genuine brand you could probably think of. Yeah. All those brands. And I and know, Coca-Cola I don't know, man, there's... Rapid it. Sean will put the plug down in at the bottom. We are not sponsored by Coke. Just want to throw that out there. However, you're you're open to invitations. <laughs> I'm open to invitation. No, but seriously, I mean, all kidding aside, those are great brands, and I don't think they struggle for authenticity. However, we don't know, you know, because they make it seem so simple. But it's probably because they're always working. At it. They're always working at it. Yeah, exactly. They I don't agree. rest on their laurels. Uh, there's, th- there's a million people in the background, someplace in Atlanta or at the Bobblers, going, mm. "How do we fix this? How do we do it better?" Oh, we're we we were at a 92 percent on time delivery rate last month. How do we get to 94 percent on time delivery rate? How do we make sure that you know the the NFL is starting? How do we make sure that the all the Brand placements in all the stadiums are in the right place and in the right color scheme. Like, there's people that are on this every day, and it's amazing. 
but it's weird. Like I, I totally agree with you. I think that that's what, you know, brands should focus on, but people should focus on us too. Right. I agree. Um, and I think it's kind of weird. Like the focus when I was doing research for this, I, and I want to talk about being authentic because I think it's important, but man, authentic, being an authentic leader is a huge thing right now. I don't know why there's so much focus on being an authentic leader as opposed to just being your very best that you can be. But that's just what it is. What, what do you think it is that people are so focused on the authenticity? I think it's because it. in the last five, 10 years, we've, we've run across or been run over by people that aren't authentic. And mm. listen, I got plenty of friends of mine that are in the previously owned car business. Yeah. They, oh, they man. hate that title. They hate being seen that I, they way. Do. They hate I that know. other people use that slang phrase. So that's why I didn't yeah. use it. But I think it's because we have, we have been, there have been a lot of things shoved in our faces and we've, seen a lot of things that just don't sit well with us. And it's mm. maybe it's from a leadership standpoint, a business standpoint, maybe it's in your personal life, school, uh, you know, sports, whatever it is. I think it's because there are so many inauthentic people that this is why this topic comes up. But and here's my here's my segue. You ready? I think that's also <laughs> why authentic leadership and being authentic is so easy and so recognizable now is because there are so many people that don't do it that are inauthentic. It makes authenticity and that genuineness shine through. I agree. All right, Josh. So one of the things I know is important, we talked about this a little bit before is as leaders, and we're talking about being authentic leaders is really being very consistent. And, And I think it's something you, you know, throughout the the all the things we talked about today, uh, that this is kind of a a theme that kind of runs throughout. You know, is having that consistent communication, having that consistent approach, and really we talked about how everything changes so much. Like, how do you create that culture of being consistent as a leader? Right, it's huge. Like, it's not just doing the same thing over and over again. It's not. It's no, more. it's it has to be more. Because if it's not more, then people don't see an opportunity for growth. They don't feel like you're moving the organization forward or you're moving yourself forward even. You know, you, you hear it all the time, whether it's in religious circles or, or in business. You know, what are those growth opportunities? But I think there's a way to show that movement upward and forward and still be consistent but I think that consistency, again, we're going to go back to the word. It comes from authenticity and being genuine. Like, do you have the basic core values, those basic building blocks that everybody sees as the basis and the structure and the, you know, the framework from where, where we're going to work from? And then are you able to take and build up from there um, and outward from there? So, yeah, consistency is, is super important. Me- the consistent message is, is important. But you don't want to become over consistent or complacent. You don't want to be like we were talking about before. You don't want to be same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah. It has some flexibility, man. And it's, you know, nobody, I mean, I'm not an actor, but you hear actors talk about all the time, like, oh, I needed to grow as an actor. I needed to grow into that role. Oh, I didn't get that role. I wasn't ready for it because I hadn't prepared appropriately. You know, there, there's all, you know, you take an Olympic athlete, you know, from the time they start 
running or jumping or playing basketball, ice hockey, whatever it is, you've got to, there's consistency. Like your skating has to be consistent. Your jump shot has to be consistent. But if you're not getting better, if you're not improving, if you're not trying to help others, especially in those team sports, if the others around you aren't growing too, then then you're never going to really succeed. There's going to be an upper limit to your success. I love that. And we, you know, earlier we had talked about how these brands that are so consistent in product and don't really change those things and don't really need to because they're, they're so consistent in product, the way they innovate, the way they change is really about improving processes, making, it, making customer services even better. You know, we talked earlier about Coke and we talked about Raising Cane's and we talked about Chick-fil-A, these brands that people are just drawn to in and out like magnets because they're consistent, but it's not just the burger. It's the culture. If they're consistently getting better at delivering that product, you know, with style. Well, and, and, and you know what, <laughs> yes. Sean, go back to Coke. And again, if they need to sponsor you, they they should contact you directly. <laughs> we um, should do that. But think about, but, uh, think about Coke. Notes. Like they're not resting on soda. They're not resting on their loyal. So, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they invested heavy in coconut water. Like they went big on coconut water, you know, 30 or 40 years ago, they, they said to themselves, we got to get in the orange juice game. So they went out and bought an orange juice brand. You know, the, the thing you're seeing from them today, whether people don't know it or not, is they're asking, investing heavily in that CBD and cannabis space. So while Coke is, Zero and Coke Classic and, and all those are sort of the bedrock, the platform from which they build on. They're not saying we're only doing soda. We're going to do soda really, really well or pop or whatever everyone wants to call it. We're going to do that really, 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 really well. And then we're going to go and we're going to do this, but we're going to, we are not going to go do coconut water or orange juice or CBD drinks if we can't own the space, if we can't be the best. So we talk about it here all the time. You know, Oh, there's this other product line. There's this other application. Should we go into this? I, I always say to everybody when we sit around the table is if we can't be one, two, or three with an outlook at being one, number one in this, I don't want to be number 10 in the space. I don't want to be the guy that's got to play catch up all the time. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it and we're going to go and own it. Yeah. And I think those brands do that. And I think what you're saying is spot on. Like, you know, we don't question brands that operate like that. Uh, we don't question their authenticity. It's it's never, it's not even a thing. Like, but brands that are kind of all over the place and not being the very best that they can be, we do. We're like, is that really who they well, are? It's like, you've heard over the last 10 years, like, you need to create a personal brand. You need to create a persona. You need to have this, like, <laughs> okay, but that's not real. That's not authentic. So, and and I and I hate yeah. to throw these people under the bus because it's this time that time of the year. Politicians are the worst about this. Like you oh, see the man. flyers and the campaign posters yeah. and the ads on television, and you always. I mean, I I always say to myself, "What's that person really like?" Because this doesn't it doesn't seem genuine to me. It doesn't seem real. Yeah, and and you're not the only person that like everyone picks up. And I think that this is that's why authenticity we're talking about earlier is why this is so, it's such a big deal. It's so prevalent right now. To me, it isn't because I just, I'm just myself. But, 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 it's like, but it's like I said earlier, and you, you, you have hit on this too, is 
because all these other brands and all these other businesses and all these other people are not authentic or real or genuine, it makes people that are shine through. It makes it easy for people when they see it, when they feel that off, that genuineness from you, they gravitate towards it. Like, Oh, I, I, not do I like this guy. I, I like what he's saying. I trust what he's saying. He really, I get this feeling that I can work with this person. And it doesn't matter whether it's business or church or charity work or, you know, local government or whatever it is. If you exude that, people really gravitate towards that. They, they want that in their life. It's a mic drop moment right there, my friend. Boom. We're done. I don't even have to keep going. Well, we're going to. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to take a break real quick. Thank your sponsors. And we'll be right back. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease strap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or on the web at cgpconstruction.com. Check them out today. Welcome back to the show. I am, of course, am your host, Sean Black. And uh, here at FM Evolution, I'm all excited to talk about cultures and trends and everything that's, you know, innovative. And that's why I have Josh on today, because we're talking about authenticity. And, uh, you know, Josh is a leader in the industry. And for those who don't know him, you know, he's been doing so quiet. How many years now, Josh? Uh, almost 10 and I have no background in gas. Like people years. ask me all the time, like, "Oh, did you go to college for this?" Like, uh, no, I have no, not anywhere close to this. Not <laughs> anywhere close. Yeah, I love it. Well, I had you on obviously because I felt like this is a great subject for you. Uh, I connect with you very much and being authentic and who you are. And so we were just kind of talking about cultures and brands and 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 why authenticity is such a big deal. And I want to talk about some really cool. Some cool uh, buzzwords. Okay. Some more buzzwords. Well, listen, you got a you got a great let's haircut. About, I got a buzz cut, so we might let, let's. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are that's the perfect the perfect buzz cut for these buzz words here. Alignment, <sighs> okay, and being transparent. Now these came up in conversations around being authentic, and I am not a fan of either one. However, I do like alignment. I'm, I, I like the fact that uh, alignment's important for you personally to be congruent with who you are, but also your brand. But why do you think being in alignment or and being transparent, you know, they're so important important to like employees today? Like, why is this a thing? So I'm I'm not a big fan of the, those two words either. Me I either, think, man. Let, let me take alignment first. I, I think it's important that people are that people communicate clearly. You and I don't need to be in alignment because sometimes a little bit of misalignment is actually good. A little bit of, mm. uh, you know, push and pull that tug, 
like, I really want to go in this direction. No, I want to go in that direction. Okay, why do you want to go in this direction? Why do I want to go that? We don't have to be fully aligned. So I think that that notion or that word is sort of a misnomer or a fallacy. I, I think you have to communicate clearly. Everybody has to know where they stand. Everybody has to understand what are my to-dos? What are their to-dos? Why are we doing them? Is it, what's the goal at the end? Because, you know, I, I always think of the guys building the intercontinental railroad. Some guys started from the east working west. Some guys started from the west working east. They, they only had to be aligned that last, you know, mile or whatever, right? Like, of course, great planning means they weren't off by like a state or two when they got there. Yeah, that would, that would yeah, have been bad. But, but I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm sure there were some adjustments along the way. But it's that end goal that's really the most important. Uh, yeah. What was what was the other word we were going to talk about? Ooh, oh. transparency. <laughs> if, 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 uh, let me say this because I do use the word transparent. I think if you have yeah. to use the word transparent. Someone is thinking, well, what was he doing before if he wasn't being transparent the whole before. time? Right? <laughs> Announce me, people. Today we're transparent. <laughs> and we're authentic. And because we're doing it a we're third authentic. time. <laughs> a third time. Uh, no. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I think it's imp- transparency is important, but I think. If you're being genuine, authentic, if you've earned the trust, if you've earned the respect, whether it's employee or customer or whatever, that word is expected. It's, it's a, it's, yeah. it's a given. It's a, it's sort of already baked in the recipe, right? And the minute that you aren't clear and concise and transparent is the minute you stop being genuine, you start losing trust, mm-hmm. you start losing respect. Whether you use the word honest or open or clear or clarity or transparency, whatever it is, the minute that comes into question, you're done. Yeah. And I think you're, I think, uh, you're spot on there. Clarity. I like clarity. I'll, I'll roll that version over transparency any day. I think that's what people are looking for when they say they want transparency. I think they just want clarity in what their, what their role is. What do I do? Where do I well, go? Do people? Okay, I'm going to say this. I don't think people really want full transparency. And, and I go nah. back to, you know, my high school days. Uh, what was the book? I'll probably think of it at midnight tonight. It was the book the guy wrote about how sausage is made, really made. Like nobody really wants to know. No one really no, wants they, to know that. Yeah. Right? You don't <laughs> like, do you really yeah. want to know like all the little components yeah. and transducers and things that go into how we make the monitor? Or do you just want to know like it works and, you know, I can tell you these customers use it and you can go get great references? Like, yeah. Really, I don't think so. I think you're right. They, I think they just, like you said, I think they just want clarity. They want to know they're winning, they want to know they're part of something bigger, you know, and this is now, this is pushing to another conversation, which we can do at a later date. Can about we do it live? Gen Z and millennial. Yes, we can do it live. We won't, we won't have these same challenges, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a big deal, you know, and, and I think that all kind of comes into play. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is something I think it kind of comes natural. If uh, you're being, uh, I know, Hey, if you're being an authentic leader, Hmm. Uh, that is being vulnerable to your, to your people, to your peeps. 
Now, I don't think this really means, and I think people kind of get this twisted. I think people feel like, I don't want to cry in front of my people. You know, now, come on. I don't necessarily mean you need to go out and have a big speech and start crying. Although that does help sometimes. But I think this, you know, being vulnerable, you know, I don't know, man. No, I, if you're authentic, I think it, it's part of being, building that trust. What, no, what's your, what's I, your, I, your thoughts? If all you ever see is someone's Superman outfit and you never see the Clark Kent side, don't you, don't you actually feel yeah. a little let down? Like, don't you feel? Of course, man. I want to know that you're Clark I Kent. I mean, so I, I, let me give you an example. The other day we had a meeting here in the office. We've been in our new office maybe a week now. My owner was talking about some of the to-dos and how things went. And and he he turned to the CFO, who's his wife, and he said, listen, I I would never have been able to do this without you. I don't think about logistics. Nice. I don't think about how we're going to get from A to B. You're really great at that. And it, he didn't cry when he said it, but it, it was that sort of that vulnerable moment to say, I can't do everything. I can't yeah. be Superman. I'm not right. Superman. And yeah. I think when... I think that, that probably made her oh, day sure. too, man. I'm sure. But I think that would really make anybody's day to be able to, for someone to lean in and say... I, I'm trusting you to do this. I, I had, you own this and we all owe you that respect for, for being that person and doing those things. Like you said, you don't have to cry. You don't have to, you know, talk about your deepest, you darkest do feelings. That. We don't have to go through therapy together. And there's nothing, listen, there's nothing wrong with therapy. I, I think it's great. Sometimes therapy this is, is good. This at work, is my though. therapy. Sean Black, uh, you can send me the bill for my therapy session today. Okay, man. No, I, but I, you got but it. I, I do, I agree with you. It's you, you can't just be one way. You can't be one person. You can't always be the man of steel. Awesome, man. Well, I agree with everything you're saying about being vulnerable as a leader. And I think that's a big part of it. And, and yeah, you don't have to necessarily cry, but I think uh, it's worth bringing up and worth talking about. Uh, we're almost out of time. Actually, we ran out of time a couple of times. We're going to do this. We're, uh, I'm going to wrap up here. Uh, I got one thing I want to kind of jump to, you know, so we've talked a lot about the battle of authenticity. And if you could give one piece of advice for leaders in our space in FM, uh, based on this conversation, based on what you're thinking, what would it be for them to be authentic? Uh, uh oof. I think people need to resist the urge to say and do things that they're not, that they can't own, that they can't fully be vested in and believe in. I, I think it. people can, it, it's okay to stop and take a breath and just say, I don't have to, maybe I don't have to say anything. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah, and, and I know that sounds corny and it sounds simple, like it's like a, a, a first grader's lesson, but you're right. Like it, it be genuine. Don't be somebody you're not. Don't try to be something you're not. I guess if I if I had to say something, it would be it's okay to say and admit that you don't know something. It's okay to say, hey, you know what? I don't know that answer, but I'm going to get it for you. And whether you go get that answer from somebody else or you go learn it yourself. Awesome. I, I guess I tend to do both. I get the quick answer, but then I go upskill myself on it. But it's, yeah, just 
admit that you don't know everything. Well, that is how things go. And I had a great conversation with Josh uh, and was almost done. You know, you cannot predict the technical nature of doing a podcast. And Josh happens to live in Florida. And uh, it was coming down uh, like cats, dogs down, down there. And so we thought we had figured it out. But at the very end here, we just couldn't get the platform to perform with him. So I had a great uh, conversation with Josh about being an authentic leader. And his last words of advice to me for everyone was, just be yourself. You know, he was very convinced with that seems corny, but it's not. Be yourself. Focus on being the very best you can be as a leader. Help your team be who they are. Let them be their authentic selves. Use that. It's a huge advantage. Unique wins. Jim uh, Robinson always tells us that unique wins. So find your team. Be your authentic you. Be your very best. Thank you guys so much. For everyone who is listening on your favorite podcast platform, uh, if you uh, like this content or you want to hear something else, uh, you want to leave us a comment, that would be awesome. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, you know, give us a like. Uh, if you like the value we're providing, subscribe. We'd love to hear that you guys like the content and send that over your way. Uh, and we'll be able to be in your inbox every week. We do this weekly. Uh, for those who are on your favorite uh, browser, YouTube, uh, or video browser, hey, be sure to leave us a comment there. Hit the little, no- little bell for notifications, and uh, that way you will be reminded when those videos come out. Thank you guys so much from everyone here at FM Evolution. And uh, thank you, Josh, for being on the show. You're a great sport. I had an amazing time. And we're going to do another show. We'll do a live show. We'll do a live show in Costa Mesa coming up. So thank you so much. Take care, you guys. 